Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball Podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, we're going to be talking about humanitarian efforts as I am joined by Dr. Andrew Lustig. Dr. Lustig is a humanitarian, a naturopathic doctor, an EMT, and he is the president and founder of Global Outreach Doctors. He has been doing his work all over the world, humanitarian work. So we're going to be talking to him about how he got started and some of the places that maybe he's in and how you can even get involved if you want. So Dr. Lustig, thank you so much for joining me today. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. Why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Sure. My my first career uh, was a media executive. I ran an organization with a thousand associates around the United States, providing TV shows, uh, record company, media, and uh, graphics, and all, all kinds of uh, media product. And about two do- about uh, twenty years ago, I pivoted out of the media world and became a medic, uh, an EMT, and then a naturopathic doctor, and then a charity founder. And I'm currently the president and founder of Global Outreach Doctors. We work around the globe providing medical care in wars, earthquakes, typhoons, refugee crises, COVID response. And we've provided some 38 missions from wars in Ukraine currently to wars in Iraq to typhoons and refugee crises and healthcare in Ethiopia, Kenya, Bangladesh, COVID response in the United States, partnership with the U.S. Navy in Central and South America for the Venezuela refugee crisis, on the Syrian border for refugee care, um, and a few other places. So what made you get started on, on your humanitarian mission? You know, running a media company uh, was an important beginning for me in the business world, but it didn't really provide me with a sense of purpose later in my life. And I I wanted to do something where I woke up and felt I was helping people that had uh, less than I did, who were living in more uh, difficult circumstances or maybe have a crisis in their life and needed an ambulance and a medic, or in my work in the emergency rooms around the world, needed immediate care. And it just was something that was a calling. And to be honest, I was quite burnt out from running a media company and did not feel, and neither did the doctors I saw feel, that I would have a long life continuing that path. Well, You are a naturopathic doctor. Explain to people what what kind of doctor that is. Sure. So there is a variety of medical 
modalities in in the world. There is allopathic, of which I provide as an EMT medic um, in emergency rooms and ambulances. The value of that is tremendous in acute care and in some less acute settings. But in addition to that type of care, which is what most people are familiar with, medical doctors, nurses, nurse practitioners, uh, PAs, and medics. In addition to that type of medical care, there's also integrative care, which takes into account uh, the entire body and not necessarily eliminating symptoms, but looking at some of the root causes of those symptoms. And naturopathic medicine is in a category with homeopathic medicine, with trauma, acupuncture, or just acupuncture, I should say, uh, chiropractic medicine, some psychosocial services. And it's just one other way to treat the entire human being in a, in a method that is more integrative with allopathic care. And there is a place and time for both. And often both are effective for a single patient. So it sounds like you've really found your life purpose and, and your passion, what you're, what you're doing now with global out- outreach doctors and everything that you guys are doing. So give people tips on what you kind of did and what they can do to really find their life purpose, because it's one thing to be working and having a job, but to really find your life purpose. Cause it sounds like you, it's probably not even work to you. It's just what you do is your passion. Well, it is a lot of work and it is my passion. And some of the most successful people out there have said, find what you love to do and, and what you do well and do that. And then it won't be work, you know, quote unquote. I had reached a point in my life where I had been financially successful and yet felt sort of vacant in my support of other communities. And I I was in a a wonderful position to be able to refocus um, and use what I had developed over two decades in terms of my financial success to pivot and and provide something that gave me a greater sense of something that put my empathy to work. I have deep empathy for populations that don't have services that are suffering and I wanted to do something about it. And I, I don't have, you know, I'm not a motivational coach or something, but I think that, you know, there are tough choices to make and there are risks to take. You know, when I left my media business, I had no idea what I would do next necessarily and if that would be successful. I knew I wanted to help people. I knew I wanted to help people that had less than me, but I didn't know what shape and form that would take. It wasn't like, I knew exactly what my life would look like. And uh, and I think, you know, individuals have to assess the risk. If I move from what I'm doing now because it's not fulfilling and I don't know exactly what I'm going to do next, but I have an idea that there is somewhat of a safety net, right? We don't want to just jump out of a perfectly good airplane if we don't know how to use the parachute, right? So... So I think that it does take risk and you have to assess, each person has to assess that risk. Is my family going to go hungry if I take this risk? Or do I have enough of a safety net to take this risk 
and and do something that fills my heart. Well, I know you mentioned that you have teams working in the Ukraine war. So explain to us what they're seeing on the ground or maybe what it's like working in that type of environment. Our current mission, we have two missions at the moment. One is helping Venezuela refugees through Central and South America and the Caribbean in partnership with the U.S. Navy. And our second mission that we've been active on since the beginning of the 2022 war in Ukraine is frontline personnel. We also have 11 ambulances that we brought into the country, some of which are currently being operated by hospitals and some of which we operate directly with our personnel. Um, the organization's website is globaloutreachdoctors.org, globaloutreachdoctors.org. And if you look at that website, you will see that the majority of the few homepage sliders are all about Ukraine. Clearly, this is the largest event in my brief time on the planet of 60 years that I've ever experienced in terms of uh, a war and a crisis of the magnitude that Ukraine war is. Um, our teams uh, provide first you know, frontline medical care to wounded soldiers and civilians, very severe injuries. And occasionally we will also work in communities where we are providing primary health care and medicine. Um, we have also provided evacuation for Ukrainian citizens left behind to die in abandoned villages with no electricity and no water. So we've evacuated handicapped, uh, you know, amputees, uh, elderly, and brought them to areas that have electricity and water and services. You know, some of these citizens, you know, leave their dogs behind, and some of these citizens leave everything they have, some of it destroyed, and just leave with a backpack. And we we transport those folks to Ukrainian territory. Well, explain to people why you feel that service is so important, you know, going into service and, and helping and serving others. I personally feel, and this is in my humble opinion, that all of us need to provide kindness to every human being. That means that when you get a robo call, when you get a, a call from somebody that's just doing their job and they're trying to sell you something, we can politely decline versus something more aggressive. That is a human being on the other side of the phone. And I feel that being in service for humanity uh, and and any sa- any sentient beings. I live on a horse ranch. I take care of horses and dogs. I have found stray animals and I try to find them their home. I think all of us should be in service to each other. The world is a very cruel place and kindness is a really important aspect of why we exist. I'm actually working on a book called Kindness in a Cruel World. It, it's the it's the one thing that, you know, we're all born in 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 service to each other. It's what we do later. And and my feeling is that it's an important thing to offer no matter what your daily job is work in a soup kitchen say hello 
to somebody, to a stranger, help somebody. Well, can you tell us about in any other important or missions that kind of stand out that global outreach doctors are doing, or just maybe some of the lessons that you've experienced and all the experience that you have in life that you might want to kind of talk about and share with the listeners? Yeah, sure. You know, we've worked in Nepal uh, during the earthquake. We've provided services to the Rohingyas that were fleeing Myanmar because of genocide. Uh, We've worked in Lesbos during the refugee boat crisis where refugees were escaping North Africa across the agency and drowning. You know, my experiences firsthand in many of these places are somewhat dated maybe four or five years ago. My job now is mostly a travel agent. I put medical staff on airplanes to not so nice places and coordinate with the operational field staff and the U.S. operation staff to make sure that we are efficient in providing medical care. We also provide search and rescue services using specialized canine assets as well as drones. So in earthquakes, locating victims under rubble piles is also part of the services that we provide. And we utilize drones in areas that are flooded where we can't get in to search houses and and so on and so forth. And we've done that in uh, in the United States. My personal experiences, you know, vary from being in in, in very dangerous areas uh, to to a little bit less critical, but still really important in places like Kenya, where there's just ongoing infant mort- high infant mortality and famine and less medical services. I have held people in my arms that have died, and I have help people that have a bee sting. It really, it's really uh, a wide variety. Uh, And now I've extended my hands by forming Global Outreach Doctors eight years ago so that others who likely have far greater medical skills than I do, and I utilize my business skills and my coordination skills to place those excellent medical providers in locations that they're needed. Okay, well, in your bio, you say that your biggest accomplishment is being a father to two kids. I have kids myself, so so kind of talk about that and tell us about that big accomplishment. Congratulations. Thank you. I I have two children in their 20s. Um, They're amazing human beings doing the work in the world that they do. Um, I think if you put two human beings on the planet, there is probably nothing more important especially when those human beings contribute to the world. And in each way, those two children provide kindness. They are building their career. One is a professional equestrian working to train horses. And my son is uh, a business, international business uh, provider of services and helping companies become more efficient. And in each way, they're helping uh, and serving. Our listeners are out there listening to y- you talk about global outreach doctors that might want to help out or to contribute in some way. Let them know how they can do that. Yes, thank you. Globaloutreachdoctors.org is our website. And on our website, you can contribute by donating uh, funds. You can also volunteer. Our the majority of our volunteers are medical 
licensed individuals. We do have some positions for administration. The majority of our teams are volunteer. We have very limited pay, paid individuals. And I would, I would encourage folks that have a unique skill that, that can bring support to a charity to contact us through our website. If you are a medical licensed professional and would like to work with us, you would complete our online application as the first uh, method of contact. If you are non-medical but have significant skill sets that uh, you would like to donate and volunteer, you would contact us through the website. Do you have any current upcoming projects that you're working on that people need to know about? Um, We're focused on the two missions I mentioned prior. We only deploy licensed medical teams to uh, the front lines in Ukraine. Those teams must wear and bring their own level four body armor. It's a highly dangerous place. We're very, very particular about who we um, deploy there. We deploy from the licensure of paramedic and higher. Any licensure that's less than paramedic, we do not deploy to Ukraine, but we do deploy on other missions now or in the future. Um, The U.S. Navy partnership for Venezuela refugees is completely full at the moment. So we suggest that people get rostered by applying online as a medical professional for future missions. Okay, we'll close us out with some final thoughts, maybe something that I forgot to touch on that you would like to talk about or just any final thoughts you have for the listeners and give us that website one more time. Sure. The website is globaloutreachdoctors.org. Our most significant challenge is raising enough funding to support the medical frontline teams in Ukraine. This is a very expensive mission. It's a very dangerous mission. And we need the support. And that might be $20 a month, you or it may be a one-time uh, gift to us. We have very low overhead. We do not have offices that require us to pay rent. Donations are used directly for the services that we offer in, in various countries. So we would certainly appreciate any donation that you can make. And it can be sort of ongoing or it can be a one-time donation. And again, you can do that on the donate tab, globaloutreachdoctors.org. So ladies and gentlemen, the thing that Global Outreach Doctors are doing around the world is very important. You never know who they might help or when somebody might need them. So please go donate, follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible. If you know of any medical professionals that would like to participate, let them know. And if you enjoy this episode or this show, please tell a friend. Dr. Lustig, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.